Welcome to the Pixels and in Ink podcast. This is the show where we bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using multi-channel marketing to dramatically boost your leads and sales. From the top sales and marketing minds across agencies, print service providers, and enterprise marketers, you'll hear what's working and not working so you can be on the cutting edge without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, here are your hosts, Mackenzie Farshid and Dave Rosendahl. All right, listeners, welcome back. So we are joined together for episode 28. The third part in our podcast is about trade show and event marketing. So the first part of the series was what we used to do and some of the problems we faced there. The second was what we do before the show to ensure that by the time we get there, we can determine if we've won or lost. And now we're going to talk about some of the things that we employ at the show during the show to guarantee our success. Yep. So this is where you actually show up and all of your hard work is either manifest or you go home crying. By the way, even though we've determined our fate by the time we got there, mm -hmm. it's so important to be completely dialed in 100% at the show yeah. so that you make it happen. Yeah, you can't let up. So I think we have five or six tactics that we employ at these shows that mm -hmm. we want to cover now, right? Yep. So should we jump right in? We should. Okay. All right, so in no particular order, one of the things that we do is we call it social air cover, yep. right? And so what this is, is the idea, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, uh, where we take all of the people that we know are going to be at the show and specifically the ones that are attending our events, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 27. Yep. We talk about how we do that. We have a list of all of the people who are going to be there at the show, as well as those that are attending our events. And on Facebook in specific, in this case, uh, we create a custom audience mm -hmm. of those people and start to display... Uh, post to them that are relevant to the show and relevant to the stuff that we're talking about so that when that guy or girl takes a break, looks at Facebook, checks up on the family, whatever they're doing, or later at night as they're relaxing, oh, there's another impression from, in this case, Mindfire, reminding them of what we do and how we can help them and driving them back to the booth the next day. Yeah, and you know, something really cool about this, which this actually just happened, is you meet people at the show, sometimes outside of the people that you, of course, had scheduled, and maybe they're interested in learning a little bit more, or maybe they're a really hot prospect, or one of them came up to me at the show and said, specifically, I want to incorporate Facebook into our social media strategy. And what did I do? I immediately called Dave or texted him or Skyped him or something, and I said, hey, we got to add this guy, a guy in this case, to our custom audience and hope that he can get that you know, ad impression. So basically add him to the campaign that we were already doing for social air cover. Yeah, and so what you can do is you just need somebody at the show taking pictures we had a couple of you guys and girls taking pictures at the show mm -hmm. using your iPhones nothing fancy snap a couple of pictures take some video and go to your Facebook page for your mm -hmm. company and create a post with those pictures with uh, a couple of videos if you have those it'll make a nice interactive post and some sort of text that maybe says hey welcome to the event we look forward to seeing you look at all these happy smiling faces come by to win an X prize exactly it doesn't have to be anything fancy just something that gets in front of your audience has some interactivity video is great Facebook loves video people love video so try using video and then there's a blue magical boost button yeah. yep right there underneath the post Hit that little button and that thing will do wonders for you, baby. So you'll hit that button and you'll be able to specify the group of people that are attending the event, in this case, your custom audience of attendees, and it will promote that post and put it in front of all of those people. Yep. So Why are you smiling when I said baby? 
don't know. Yeah. So Giggly. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> so that's the first thing we do at the show, social media. Um, the second thing that we do is we have daily outbound emails that we send at the very early morning so that when people are having breakfast or getting ready or just getting to the show floor, that they see your email and they know where to go. And what are some of the stuff that we put in the email? Yeah, there? so we typically send it, what, 15, 20 minutes before the show opens mm-hmm. officially. And we usually highlight some of the major things. Most of them, uh, let's say half of them pertain to us, right? So but pertain, half don't. yeah, and, and and the others could be like, who's the keynote? Don't forget about the keynote in this room or on this floor. It, it's information that's going to be useful to the the person at the, the show event. schedule, the show schedule, things like that, right? So you can create, let's say, two or three emails, one for each day of the show. In fact, I think this last show we skipped one day, yep. right? We only had two or three. I forget we how many. Did. Three. We did three? three. Okay. So, we skipped one though. Yeah, you don't have to do it necessarily for every day, but get that email out 15, 20 minutes before the event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- one of our team members, Joe Manos, loves to tell the story about how people look forward to getting these emails, right? Mm-hmm. He, he runs into people in the elevator and they say, hey, Joe, where's that email from you today? I didn't get your email <laughs> yet, right? They look forward to it. Yep. And so you might think, ah, oh, nobody's going to read that crap. They do. Mm-hmm. They actually do. And so it's just another opportunity to get in front of people, drive awareness of who you are and your attendance there at the show. The other thing is a lot of times people can't or they, you know, or they're like, I'm not sure of uh, what our schedule is going to be at the show. This is going back to when we were talking about the pre-show marketing and scheduling those appointments. A lot of people say I'll come by or they miss their session or they're not sure of their schedule. And these daily emails give them the opportunity to respond and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be free today at one. That's true. Or hey, I missed my appointment, but please feel, you know, sign me up for the next session or whatever it is so i you know a lot of people get the emails and they respond one quick tip that i like to do is put um, a phone number that they can text mm-hmm. um, because sometimes people are busy you know maybe they don't have good wi-fi or maybe they're right. in the elevator or whatever it is if they can just quickly take a phone number and text hey session 1 p.m you would you know i was actually surprised a lot of people were so courteous a few people had to miss their sessions yep. and they texted me and they said listen i'm not going to be able to make it can i reschedule yeah and it, it gives people a quick way to uh respond to you and interact with you and also to like you said have that recognition that brand recognition okay so number three is something we just recently put into place i think this was uh this this is two shows that we've done this now Mm -hmm. so okay so if you've worked a trade show before you probably know this feeling you have somebody come up to you they're a warm to a hot lead and you get really excited you're you're getting those little willies in your in your stomach is it a willy i don't know what it is you know you Oh, just me? Okay. I get really excited. <laughs> I get excited. I don't know what Willie's my tummy. I feel good. It feels good, <laughs> just man. With you. So so you, you get their business card or you have those little scraps of paper that you know you're frantically running around your booth trying oh, to gosh. find a pen. And uh, oftentimes you get these business cards, you can't write on them. You know, they've got, so guys, annoying. why do you make cards like that? Come I on. You know, people write on your cards. Don't make it, what is it, laminate or something? Yeah, yeah so it. screw that part of it. You know, get that off. But you try to, you try to write on the card and you try to take notes and, you know, if you're like me, an entire conversation. That yeah. You've had. And if you're like me, your writing's awful, right? I can't, I can't even read my own writing half the time. So th- that's a, that's a problem, right? And then after at night, when you go to, to log your leads or God forbid the next week, when you're trying to do follow up, how do you remember these conversations? No. Here's what we've started doing. So what we do now is if you have an iPhone, there's a little portion of text message where you can actually hold it down and send a voice message via text. And what we do is, so let's say Dave and I are, Dave's a prospect and I'm a, I'm the exhibitor and we're having a whole conversation. We have a great time. We spend five minutes together or 10 minutes together, sometimes more. They leave, you say bye, pick up the phone, text, I text Dave or whoever, you know, if you have your whole team back at HQ ready to record it and just say, I met with so-and-so and just spill your entire meeting that you just had with them. 
in a voice memo. Yeah. Okay. So I have it here in my hand. We can link up a oh my snapshot. Gosh, I you were going to play something. That I no, uh, one of yours <laughs> I should. Yeah, that would actually be really good. We could then beep that out. Uh, with the sensitive information. But yeah, so I imagine most phones these days allow you to do this. You're sending a voice text, a voice message via SMS. Mm -hmm. It gets attached to the text message. And then back at HQ, back at headquarters, somebody's there waiting to take that information and immediately type, start to, to take action on type it. furiously. Yeah, so what, what the, the benefit there is, is while that meeting is still warm in your mind, I mean, literally as the person's walking away, how I use this is I turn to the side, I try to you know step off the booth a little bit so I, I have a little privacy. I grab the iPhone, I text whoever the person is, and I, I, you know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, just recap the major points so that I don't forget those and somebody else can transcribe them. Yep, and then all of those notes are written down, clean, concise, they're typed up. You know exactly who spoke to them and you know, you know the talking points because, you know, here's the thing. When you're going to come back to the show, you assume, oh, I had a great conversation with someone. We spent 20 minutes, maybe even an hour together. But guess how many people everyone's talking to? First of all, there's thousands of booths. There's multiple days there's tons of people and unless you have some sort of specific relevant information that you can talk about hey i met you saturday at two you came by our football theme booth we talked about x y z my follow-up action was to do this i'm looking forward to this blah 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 they're like oh you have to be able to paint that picture of them talking to you at the booth give them that memory of you so yeah, so that's a, that's an awesome tactic. Try that out, folks. We really encourage you. So that's the third thing. And now let's talk about the fourth. So we, we talk about how we get people to, to these sessions that, mm -hmm. that we hold. And so what's the process like um, as we roll those sessions out? So here's the deal. We're having sessions. Let's say there's one at 2 p.m. We have multiple throughout the day. But let's just say it's a 2 p.m. session. People start to roll in at around 1.45. They get a seat. Everyone's talking to them saying, hi. You scan their badge with, okay. the, you know, with the lead retrieval device, which is cool because now it's actually on our phones as, a, as an app. Mm -hmm. um, you scan them, you get them a drink, they sit down, you're having banter, more people come, 2 p.m. comes, the show starts, you know, the presentation, the educational presentation starts, you're then, we have a giveaway, so we're putting people's names into a hat for the giveaway that we announce at the end of that 25-minute session, so people are encouraged to stay through the entirety of that educational presentation. We have that drawing, we get their name, we say where we're going to send the gift, or if we have the gift right there, give it to them. Then they leave, and you're like, Ugh. Okay, what just happened? And so we made it a very important SOP to have a debrief after every single session. So you choose two people to come together after each session and debrief. So in this past trade show, it was Suzanne and I. And so what Suzanne and I did after every single session is we went to our sheet of, okay, Sunday at 2 p.m., these are the people that, that RSVP'd. And we go through, did this person come? Did this person come? We highlight the people who came. We leave, you know, white background, the people who did not show up. And then we have below it walk-ons. Walk-ons mean people that showed up at the booth and said, hey, I want to come. Or they came and they were like, you know, what we want to learn. And we said, hey, come back to our session at two. So at the end of each session, we have the slot time and we know who came, who no showed. And then we have people that walked on. Who was the winner? What's their address? What did they win? You know, whatever it is so that. Because if I think back, hey, who came to that session? You're not going to remember. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. And so if you're clean and organized, you can stay, um, you know, focused on your goals. And then 
guess what? The people that didn't show up, you can set people at HQ have access to that and they can immediately follow up via text message or email and say, hey, notice you didn't make it. We have available slots at these following presentations. And if you know what, you didn't make it, we can have an online session. Yeah, and that's another thing that we forgot to mention is the text reminder in advance of the session, right? So everybody who has signed up for a specific session gets a text message reminder yep, from us. With what, a photo. With a photo, 15, 20 <laughs> I minutes? Was, I think it was 30 this time. 30 minutes mm -hmm. before, before the event so that they don't forget to come by with the booth number and phone number in case they had questions, right? Yep. So that's another point that I think we should raise here that we've been accentuating more is this connection between the team that you have working at the trade show and the mothership, right? So in years past, the team at the trade show is kind of disconnected from the team yep. back at headquarters. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing. And then we have a postmortem with the entire team when we get back. Yeah, but during the show, there's I mean, there's certainly updates going back and forth, but it's, it's disconnected. But what we're saying now is, hey, there's this, there's this powerful team back at headquarters that has access to all sorts of technology and all this other stuff to support the team that's there on the show uh, during the trade show. And so we're doing more and more to look at kind of the convergence of those two teams, even though not everybody's at the show, what can they be doing to mm -hmm. drive quality conversation and driving revenue there at the booth? Mm -hmm. So some of the things, just to recap, we talked about social media, our daily emails, sending leads back to uh, headquarters in real time with SMS voicemails, and then the debrief after each session. Now this next one seems like, okay, duh, of course do you wanna do this? Um, but it's really important to do it diligently, and that is collecting leads. And so obviously you've got, like we just said, people are coming to the sessions, people are walking by, you're having conversations, and so what we do is we have, number one, a fishbowl with business cards that people can drop in. If we did have a conversation with them and we sent a voicemail back, you know, we'll log it at the end of the night and the person from HQ will put the notes in there. So number one, the fishbowl. Number two, we have the lead retrieval device, which is the device that's on your phone or an actual device where you're able to scan people's booth and get their information. Scan their badge. Oh, you're not, not scanning scan. their booth. Hey, let me scan your booth over there, buddy. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, scan their badge. Yep. And you can also put notes in there. So sometimes, you know, when we come back, we'd have one lead. There'd be notes from the voicemail from HQ. There'd be notes from the lead retrieval. And then at the end, of course, you combine everything so you have that all in place. But then there's also just notepads where you write stuff down. And so you want to make sure that you are keeping your leads concise in one spreadsheet. And every single person enters their leads at the end of the night. I know, yeah. okay, this is, this is a big deal. It sounds yeah. obvious, but guess what? People have pockets and sometimes business cards go in those pockets never to be seen again. It's, mm -hmm. it's actually happened to Dave and I. We had a stack of we, we were giving away a thousand dollars at one of our shows and we had stacks of uh, cards where people put their information. Oh, don't and, remind me of this. <laughs> this is years ago okay. before we had this, this systematized <laughs> process. We found a stack of these these yeah, uh, cards, orange cards. Yeah. And we're like, OK, of course, they're they're, they're entered into our CRM and we did a random sample and unfortunately not every single one was yeah, yeah. so as much as you want to say everyone has their business cards go home and enter them guess what when you come back it's crunch time yeah. it's follow-up and in the next episode we're going to be talking about what we do when we get back but <laughs> no, what do you do when you get back but when you get back i mean then then the real yep. you know part rubber, three yeah rubber meets the road or, or yeah, whatever the so expression is for you to think that you're going to go back and enter cards and, and get organized it's not realistic so you want to make sure 
I don't care what happens at the end of the night. You have all the freaking leads on the freaking sheet and that's it. And, and I think this <laughs> underscores the point, Mackenzie, that you really have to be obsessive about getting these results of the show. Yeah. And it's hard, even with a small team, what do we have five or six people that attend these shows? Mm-hmm. You really have to hammer home over and over and over and over and over again. Guys, you know, these are the things that we have to do. These are the behaviors. These are non-negotiables. That, yeah. These are the behaviors that you must employ. And you'll have people kick and scream. I don't want to do this. I don't do that. Hey, I want to go out time. drinking, whatever the case may be. Of course, nobody would say that here at Mindfire, but you'll hear that. <laughs> Believe me, you'll hear that. But you really got to push through that. You want to maximize the money that you're spending. You're spending a lot of time, a lot of money. And if you're doing what we've described here, you're doing a lot of preparation in advance. Don't let that go to waste. Be obsessive about these details that mm-hmm. Mackenzie's describing. Yep. So the last thing to do, which we already touched on briefly, but that is closing business at the show. So Dave, talk about the importance of this. Yeah, so what we do now is uh, we create uh, order forms that are specific to the event. So they actually have branding and and material thematically related to the event on the order form. Uh, We typically do a show special. We come up with something that's specific to folks who are attending the show, only available there at the show with a deadline, Mm -hmm. a very specific deadline when it expires. And we print those out and we send them with the sales team and and other blank copies as well. But we send those with the sales team That's so that, right, baby. yeah, in those one on one meetings and in those, um, you know, serendipitous uh, meetings where somebody says, hey, I'm ready. I haven't talked to you before, but I'm ready to sign up that you've got it ready to go, mm-hmm. that you're able to sign business there at the show. Um, and there's, you might think that's probably not going to happen for me, but you know what, how do you know, unless you try it, get those order forms out there and go there with the mentality that you're going to sign business at the freaking show. Yep. And as my mom always says, organization, my mom, Oh, your mom. Yeah. Okay. Organization is the key to success. And honestly, with a trade show, it is so important that you are so organized. It's, it seems annoying at the time when you're scheduling and you're having the team sync every day and you have spreadsheets and you've got multiple tabs and then you go back and check and balance it. For example, someone asked me, why are we going to put an event on the calendar? So we've got an event on Google Calendar, which links to our Salesforce. Then in our show sheet, we have everyone that's scheduled, you know, Dave Rosenthal's session Sunday at two. And then all the, the list of those people, plus the one-on-ones, you know, you've got it. Or- and then on the brief, we have it another place. And it seems crazy, but guess what? Even when you do all this, you sometimes find things slip through the cracks. And being obsessive and organized leads to your success. And if you're investing time, resource, energy, attention, you know, everything into these trade shows, why not make sure that it is the absolute best it can Mm -hmm. be? Absolutely. Certainly. And if you're a business owner listening to this, I think you would want somebody like McKinsey or somebody like what we're describing here all over this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, th- th- that's how you're going to get the, the return on the dollars that you're spending. If you're on a marketing team and you're listening to this and you're not doing these things, man, you need to do them. consider doing them, you know, show it to your boss. Look, here's what we used to do. Here's what we're doing now. It's going to make a world of difference. Right. And and the other thing that I love here is that it's a team effort. So it's a team between the people that are at the show, a team back at headquarters. But as Dave always says, you need to, with each initiative, have one point person, at least one point person who owns it, who loves it, who lives it, who breathes it, and who's obsessed with it. And it was even talking to Dave yesterday. We got from back from the show last week, and we have you know hundreds of leads, and we have a, a very, very clear process to follow up. But I literally texted him last night and said, you know what, I just, I can't, you know, even though we have people reporting, you know, I did this every single day, we have that same session that we did before to report on what's going on. I said, I need to go through every single one, mm-hmm. one by one. Yep. 
And you know what? Maybe it takes time, but it's so important. I need to, I mean, I, I uh, lead our demand gen team here and I need to know not just from what people say, but I need to be able to physically see every single person being followed up with. So yep. you got to have someone who owns it and lives it and breathes it and then is 100% supported by the team. Yep. So that's what we do at the show, right? That's a, that's a snapshot of some of the things we do at the show. If you have yep. any questions, go to our blog, um, ask us uh, to add more clarity. Mackenzie, you have anything else you want to yeah, add? Yeah, I was just going to say, and also we have a growing list of things that we've done at previous shows, things that we've learned, things not to forget, like dongles for your computer, hookups to the monitor, you know, all this kinds of stuff. Do you want to always have a list for each trade show that you have and you bring along? What if someone gets sick? You know, yeah. I actually was sick. So you want to have everything that you need on hand because the more things that happen outside of your plan, it gets stressful and it's already stressful enough. So just be organized. Yep. And we'll include that in the campaign brief. You'll sure. see an example of what we do there. So until next time, folks, we're going to see you back on episode 29. We'll see you next week, as always, right? Any other um, wise words for our listeners before we leave? No, do no. you? Uh, no, that's it. I'm all wised out. <laughs> all right, guys and girls, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Pixels and Ink podcast with Mackenzie Farshid and Dave Rosendahl. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit mindfirestudio.com slash blog. We look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, keep testing your marketing to find out what works for you and your business and get ready for your leads and revenue to grow. We'll see you in the next episode.